Hello, dear listener. Welcome to Life at Your Own Will podcast. If you're new to the podcast, hello. I'm your host, Will Venus. I have to say that very slowly because in the transcript it says something completely different. <laughs> this is the podcast where we entertain, educate and advocate. And this week I am bringing you some entertainment. So sit back, relax and enjoy. But before I get into that, God, everyone's complaining about the weather. It's so cold. It's so cold. Well, it's January. What do you expect? I mean, in Edinburgh, it's been as low as minus four degrees Celsius, which is cold. Yeah, I grant you. But I've felt it colder in the past, but it doesn't really go that cold these days, does it? Because there's something called climate change. And of course, that's got absolutely nothing to do with consumerism or industrial buildings being built at a rate of knots. No, it's everything to do with the granny that puts on her tumble dryer that can't manage to go outside to hang out the washing. It's all her fault. Yeah all her fault. And when she's cold, it's her fault as well for putting on the central heating. God, blame the elderly. Blame everyone. Actually, that's that's a good thing that the government does, isn't it? Blame everyone but themselves, but this isn't a politics podcast. So, this week I'm going to talk to you about five of my top UK-based comedies. I will do anything for a laugh. Seriously, I love to laugh. And according to therapists, psychiatrists, psychologists, and any other ists, it's very good for you. Think about it. Yeah, it's good to laugh. What do you laugh at? Do you laugh at people or with people? I really like laughing at people like when rich people die or the elderly falling over. Normally joking about the latter. So yeah, do let me know right in what's your favourite comedies to watch or what you could do is when you're leaving us a five-star review, you can let us know there. You can do this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Where do you get your podcasts from? I'm nosy. Let me know on at Life at Your Own Will on Instagram if you want to. Follow us as well. Uh, yeah, that's the little things that you can do to help support a small budding podcast. Can you imagine if in the future like the podcast becomes huge and I start doing tours of the UK? Or the world, even. How cool would that be? Welcome to the stage, Will Venus. And then I step on like, hi, how are you? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, nice to see you. Uh, when can I go? Anywho... Getting back to these comedies that I'm here to talk about. The first one I want to talk about is a Scottish-based comedy, and it ran from 1988 until 2014. That was the last time that they released, I think it was a a four-part special. Anyway, it's called Rab C. Nesbitt, and it all revolves around this character called Rab. And from the beginning of the series, he is, I would say, quite a philosophical alcoholic. And his whole life is based around not wanting to work, drinking all day, and hanging out with his pals. Which sounds great, actually. And in my opinion, I'm going to be controversial here. If you can do anything legally to screw money out of the government, then fucking go for it. Absolutely go for it. They screw enough money out of you, so why don't you do the same to them? Yeah, that's my opinion, and I'm going to stick with it. So I've got a confession to make about Rapsinez, but actually, I only started recently watching it which is shameful i know it is absolutely shameful coming from me a scottish person that i've only started watching it within the last year because i did this thing called judging a book by its cover because for years all is because when you see the like like the posters or whatever you call it online the artwork all you see is a scruffy looking man in a string vest also i i think it's called a simit a string vest a simit and I thought, no, I'm not going to enjoy that. So I've judged a book by its cover and I've missed out on it over the years when I could have been enjoying it. So the cast, 
The main character, Rapsi Nesbitt, is played by Gregor Fisher. He is an incredible actor because when you see him in real life interviews, not that he's done many over the years because he's one of these actors that does it for the art of it and not for the fame of it, the, not for the fame of it in my opinion. Some actors are like that, some actors are not. I mean, if I was an actor, I think I would want to claim the fame, wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be nice to be recognised in the street and go, Oh, Rab, how you doing? That was my Scottish accent coming out. I do tone it down when I'm on a podcast and YouTube. Yeah, Gregor is just so different in real life. It's it's just incredible the act that he puts on. The art of being an actor, I suppose. Gregor Fisher plays Rab and fantastic character. And his wife, Mary Doll Nesbitt, is played by Elaine C. Smith. Another fantastic Scottish actress. And she's in another comedy that I'll be talking about in just a wee while. And then you have Rab's pal, his mate, Jamesy, Jamesy Cotter, who's played by Tony Roper. He is fantastic as well. He actually wrote, I'm not sure what you would call it, it's like a a comedy, dramedy kind of thing, way back in the 80s, and it was called The Steamy. And The Steamy is a thing that's predominantly watched on Hogmanay New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. And that was about way back in the day where all the women used to take the laundry to this place called The Steamy. It was like a like a centralised laundrette and you would wash the stuff by hand. He wrote that. And his wife, who is Ella Cotter, she is played by Barbara Rafferty. She is like the... She's like the Dorian Green of Rapsiness, but she's a bit of a, an infomaniac. Loves sex, loves men, has really filthy lines. Love that. Yeah, you have like supporting cast. You have other, other characters. There's Rab's sons are called Gash. Yeah, they all have odd names, the children. So one of them's called Gash, the other one's called Burney, and there's another one called Screech, who is like a cousin or something. I don't think he's a sibling, but anyway. And yeah, the the, the show revolves around this family and their working classness. It's quite a... Although it is quite a rough comedy, it is it does have a lot of warmth to the show, and it's very, very well written by Ian Patterson, uh, I, I'm going to be honest with you here, and just be just be real for a minute. I absolutely love the art of writing because not a lot of people, you know, like when you watch a show, like a comedy, drama, film, whatever, everything has to be written. It's not just, I mean, some some comedies are, but it's not just ad lib. Everything has to be written, and I really appreciate the work of writers. And Ian Patterson is is just incredible. And so that is my first comedy that I wanted to talk to you about and if you want to check out these comedies they're bound to be on YouTube so just go and search for them on YouTube. So the next of my top five list, I mean it does change from now, now and, you know from time to time depending on what kind of mood I'm in. You know that you know that thing you, how you just get in the mood to watch certain things and me as an autistic person I tend to watch things over and over and over again because I get such enjoyment out of them and this next comedy it was on the BBC and it ran from 1980s into the early 90s and it was called Bread. Now it was set in Liverpool, and bread is kind of a a nickname for money. So this family called the Boswells, sorry, the Boswells. So you had the mother, who was played by Jean Boat, Nelly, Mrs Boswell, and then the husband, Freddie Boswell. He was always away with his bit on the side called Lila Lil. The main character, Nelly, she was... Uh, she had Catholic faith in her life, and that tended to rule her whole life. And so for her husband to be away, having a bit on the side, that was the ultimate shame. Like, the ultimate shame. And then you had the her children. They were Aveline. No, let, let me think. Aveline. Joey. 
Jack, Aveline, Joey, Jack, Adrian and Billy. And I believe Adrian, that wasn't his original name. He had to change it because he, did, he felt it didn't suit his... His, um, his way of life. I think his name originally was Jimmy. And yeah, they're all a working class family. I don't know what it is, but I just really, really deeply enjoy working class comedy. Perhaps it's because I can moderately relate to it. <laughs> and yeah, they would do anything to make money. And they were always going back to what was known as the DSS or DHSS, Department of Health and Social Security, because they were always out of work, they were always wanting to claim money from the government because they needed things, and they were always doing work on the sly, which I know is illegal, but, you know, if you can get away with it, because we all need money, especially right now with cost of living and everything that the Tories are doing to us. Oh, I know, sorry, political slip again. And, yeah, a great show that ran for quite a number of series, I think it was seven or eight series, and it was written by... Carla Lane, who also wrote things like Butterflies, and she was another incredible writer. The theme tune was quite iconic as well because it featured this thing called... Well, I'm not sure what it was called, actually, but it was like a a ceramic chicken tin. And every time they would sit down to have dinner, they would always be asked to put money into the this ceramic tin for the housekeeping. And the theme tune went, Gotta get up, gotta get out. Grab the world by the throat and shout. Gotta find it, get us a share. Making bread out of nothing but air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a singing there for you. A cracking series, and it featured a lot of different characters, and it showed you a lot of what Liverpool looked like in the 1980s and 90s. And I, I don't know what it is, but I just love seeing things back in the day, because back in the day it seemed a lot less manic, a lot less hectic, things are a bit more calm because you didn't have things like internet. I mean, the internet was a great creation, but I'm just saying that back in the day, things seemed a lot more innocent, you know, a lot more calmer. Things were a wee bit more basic and you were able to live life a bit more calmer, I suppose. And yeah, a great family comedy. And in the cast, uh, you had people like yeah, Gene Bolt, Peter Howard, Nick Conway, Victor Maguire, Jonathan Morris, Julie Coleman, who was the first Aveline. And you had Melanie Hill, who played the second Aveline after Julie Coleman decided to leave the show for whatever reason. I don't know why that was. Yeah, an iconic series, so definitely check that out if you can find it on YouTube. Or if you're in the UK, and also I'm sure if you used a VPN, you could get BritBox. You could check it out on there as well. And getting back to the Scottish comedies, the next one that I want to talk about is a much more recent one. They had a series last year. I think it was their seventh season. Seventh, <laughs> their seventh season, or we call it series in the UK, and it's called Two Doors Down. And that is chronicling three sets of families, and they live two doors down from each other. So you have the Baird family, so you have Eric Baird and Beth Baird, they're played by Alex Norton and Arabella Weir. They are the family in the street who just put up with everything for peace, so they never say anything that's going to offend anyone, they just like to keep the peace. And then next door to them, you have the character of Christine, played by Elaine C. Smith. Oh my goodness, Elaine C. Smith in Two Doors Down, she, as Christine, she is my... I mean, they're all my favourites in it, but she has some fantastic lines. And she, yeah, she plays Christine. And she is the neighbour that is always tapping on the door saying, can I come in? Let's have a cup of tea or let's have something to eat or let's have something to drink. And because 
Eric and Beth are always like, keep the peace. I'll just give it to her. Keep the peace. And even though she's not been invited into this house, she's saying, oh, you never really give me enough chips for that, Beth. She's always got something to complain about. She's never fully satisfied, even though she's not been invited in. She's never quite happy with the, <laughs> what's ever served to her. And then next door to Christine, you have Kathy and Colin White. And they are played by Jonathan Watson and Dune Mahican. I hope I've pronounced our surname correctly there. Also, the name Dune. I've never heard of that before. Never heard of the name Dune. Lovely name. Very unusual. Love it. And they they are the ones who like to show off. They don't have any children. They have a really, I'd say quite a nice house, nicely decorated. They've spent a lot of money on the house and they like to brag. Kathy is always the one who's, she's always drinking. She's always saying something inappropriate. She's always wanting to kiss Eric's son's boyfriend. Oddly. And it, the way it's filmed, you if someone says something, you get every single character's facial reaction. And I think that I think that's really quite unique because you get to see... I mean, you don't necessarily get to hear what they feel, but you see what they feel, if you know what I mean. I mean, if you think about it, if you're in a, like a situation, someone says something that's maybe out of character or a bit inappropriate and you've got like a facial expression, all of those little scenes are filmed, which I really appreciate. And yeah, that is set in roughly, I think it's Paisley, because Arabella Weir, she says that she does a Paisley accent for that show. So I think it's round about there, somewhere Paisley, Glasgow-ish. And it's my favourite thing, favourite thing right now. I watch it over and over and over again, and I never get sick of watching it. And every time I watch it, there's something that I've not seen before, which, again, I suppose is quite unique. And that is on BBC iPlayer. You can check that out there. I should be sponsored by these people, honestly. Honestly. A great show. And there's been, I think, three Christmas specials of it. The latest one was in 2022. There wasn't one this year because I think the reason for that was one of the writers, Simon Carlyle, he suddenly passed away. And so the sh- the, the future of the show is unknown Doon Mahican wrote on her Instagram that the shows came to an end for now. And that always happens to me. Whenever I start to enjoy something, something happens and the show's finished. Or I've started watching it years after the show's finished, so I can't really appreciate it. And it's honestly, it's such a good show. Two doors down. Please check it out. It's incredible. And also, also, Elaine C. Smith, the wigs that she wears incredible. And if you're new to the podcast, I'm a lace wig maker and designer. I make everything from scratch, strand by strand, and so I'm quite critical when I see people wearing wigs on TV, and the wigs that she wears for that is fantastic. And apparently between seasons, I think it was when the pandemic hit, Elaine C. Smith had lost a lot of weight, and she had to soon start wearing a fat suit to play Christine, and a wig with no eyebrows. I I I really love the the behind-the-scenes stuff. I find it fascinating, absolutely fascinating. So that is the last of my Scottish comedies, and the next comedy I want to talk about is another English comedy. It's set in an or, or around Manchester, and it was written by Victoria Wood, absolute genius, and it's called Dinner Ladies. Now, this series, it ran from 1998 to 2000, and I can't believe that it only ran for a total of 16 episodes. 16 episodes. And Victoria Wood actually starred in it. She played Bren. The rest of the main cast included Julie Walters, Thelma Barlow, Andrew Dunn, Shobna Galate, Celia Emery, Maxine Peake, Duncan Preston and Anne Reid. This was all about a... I think it was a components factory 
based in Manchester, and it was their cafeteria. And so this chronicled the people that worked in the cafeteria, and then you had the people kind of you know coming in to eat their food and things. And it was just incredible. It, whenever I think of dinner, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be honest with you here. Whenever I think of dinner ladies, I think about chips and curry sauce. Why do I think of chips and curry sauce? Because me and my mum would sit and watch dinner ladies and I would have my chips and curry sauce from the Chinese takeaway. She would have her Singapore soft noodles and we would just sit and watch that and absolutely howl with laughter. Absolutely howl with laughter. And it's, again, another working class comedy. Like, the way that Victoria would wrote it, it's, it's it's just absolute genius. No one else but her could have written this. The, like, like, some of the lines, honestly, like, there was a character called Anita, played by Shobna Galati, who also went on to star in Coronation Street, had massive success with that, as Sunita. And she had this line, and Ren said to her, Anita, can you get me a trolley? A pushing trolley. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know why I find that so funny so funny there was another like actually most of the most of the cast and dinner ladies were in Corrie at some point because Anne Reed she was Valerie Barlow uh you had Thelma Barlow who was Mavis Riley Mavis Riley I don't really know what do you think Rita Derek (laughs) she played Dolly Belfield she's probably my favorite in it she was always talking about her she was always saying can you use two sweeteners in my tea I'm slimming today or she was either doing that or she was on a a pedal machine as they were having their morning meetings. That was quite good. And then Celia Emery, she played the HR person, formerly known as Personnel. And when she first got introduced, she went, I'm Philippa Moorcroft. And then one of the other characters goes, Flipper, he's a whale, ain't he? <laughs> it's just that Manchester sense of humour. I love it. Absolutely love it. And then Julie Walter was playing P- Petula Godino. Oh my god, she, that that was a bit of an odd character actually, and like an, a good way, and like a really funny way actually, and she always had stories about way back in the day where she was friends with superstars, so like, it got silly really, you'd pull back the bedroom curtain and there'd be Frank's chopper, talking about Frank Sinatra. Honestly, you've, I, I do absolutely no justice, so you really need to check these out for yourselves. It might be on Breadbox, it might be on YouTube. Please check them out, you'll absolutely love it. And if you love laughing, yeah, you'll, you'll absolutely love it. And the final comedy that I want to talk about is a show that ran in the early 2000s, and it was written by and created by Susan Nixon, and it's called Two Pints of Lager and a Packet of Crisps. What a great title. And it usually, uh, it usually was shortened to just two pints. And it starred Sheridan Smith. Amazing actress. She's gone on to do such incredible things after that show. Like Scylla, Mrs Biggs, numerous other things. West End stuff. Incredible. And I actually, I, I say I've met her. I think I met her. I was very drunk at the time uh, at a club in Edinburgh. When it was in my drinking days, we shared a cigarette outside. And she bought me a drink. And she was lovely. Yeah, Sheridan Smith and Catherine Drysdale, she played Louise. Ralph Little, who played Johnny. Will Meller, he played Gaz. Natalie Casey, she played Donna. Luke Gell, he was the... He came in later on in the series, he played Timothy Claypole, which was a play on someone else, I think. And you had Beverly Callard, who played Donna's mum, Floella. Shortened to Flo. And this was set in Runcorn, and it was about a... I think it was like late teenagers, early 20s people, and it chronicled their life. So you had 
Gaz and Donna, they were together, and then you had Johnny and Janet, and then Louise, she never really had a solid boyfriend, and it all it was all about 20-somethings, and they got up to crazy stuff, lots of drinking involved, lots of sex involved, lots of innuendo involved, lots of really clever writing, actually. I love the sets in that. I'm, I'm one of these people that really believes in the fantasy of it, and then when you when I saw the the behind the behind the scenes stuff when it's filmed because it was another one of these comedies that was filmed in front of a live audience, it broke the fantasy for me because I believed that people lived in these little houses and flats. Yeah, my favourites. I mean, they were all my favourite. I mean, I, I can't lie. That show it's just got a special place in my heart because it's fantastic, and it was also before things like social media. And one of my favourites in it was Flo, played by Beverly Callard. Oh my god. She she oh <laughs> she was absolutely crazy in it. She was always drinking, talking about back in the day and had some great one liners and then there was one line where she said, Why do you think like Walmart was so popular? You had to wear something, to catch the drips. <laughs> <laughs> and she was crazy. She dressed crazily, she had crazy hairdos and then she talked about her drug taking. I mean, obviously, you know, don't take drugs. They're awful for you. They ruin your life. But it was quite funny because, you know what I mean? It was like the fantasy of it. It was the hilarity of it. And yeah, that ran from, I think, 2000 to 2011. And there were obviously quite a number of episodes. And they actually did a live episode once. A live episode. And they had special effects. Lots of really complicated stuff to learn so hats and wigs off to them that was incredible and of course you can check all these out all of the episodes for that online as well well i really hope that you've enjoyed listening to some of my favorite comedies what are your favorite comedies i would really love to know you can let me know in the review that you're about to give please do it really does help to push the podcast out there or you can let us know online at life at your own will or you can reach out to me at will venus underscore on instagram thank you so much for listening do check out our other episodes because we've got over 40 episodes now so that's full episodes and bonuses and we did a whole lot of christmas eps as well as bonus episodes so check those out thanks for listening take care with your week ahead be careful on the ice and snow if you have that it is very tricky to navigate especially if like me your balance isn't that great so yeah thanks for listening tune in next week take care bye